The Workings of Grace Ministries Kampala presents to you Vantage Radio Program on 91.7 Voice of the Gospel with Apostle Alvin Ekwang, the Apostle of Graces. Prepare to be blessed. Once again, uh, this is uh, Workings of Grace and the Apostle of Graces in the house. We are here to bless you. We are here to be blessed of the Lord. And uh, we take this opportunity to welcome every one of you to this gathering. Uh, we thank the Lord for how far He has brought us, what He has uh, uh, took us through, the things we have learned of Him, and the hope that we have uh, embraced of the Father. And uh, let's take this moment and pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for every man and every woman. Uh, I pray that uh, you bless them, that you increase them, that you open the eyes of their understanding, that they walk uh, in the abundance of your goodness, the abundance of your word, the privileges that uh, your Christ Jesus has given unto us uh, to be of benefit to this world and to the world that is to come. As for their enemies, let them be under these people's feet, the people that are hearing me right now. Let all their enemies be subject unto them. And Father, we thank you for when the ways of a man pleases the Lord, you make his enemies to be at peace with him. Father, we want to thank you. We give you the praise and the glory and honor because of the great things that you're doing in our midst. We pray all this by the power of your name, Jesus Christ. Yes, uh, once again, we thank you. Last, uh, the, the, the past week, we looked at uh, being disabled from blaming the past. It was so powerful. It was so impactful. And I believe you're walking in that grace. You walk in that understanding. So let me just do a recap of it. We began from Ephesians chapter 5, who, uh, from verses 15 to 16, where it's talking about uh, us walking sub, uh, with, in wisdom. Uh, because the days are evil and that we should be able to redeem the time and redeem the time because the days are evil. And so, in other words, by redeeming the time, in other words, you, you put, uh, when you redeem something, that means you buy it away uh, from the operation of another person. It's you who is in control, not any other person. It's just like when Jesus uh, redeemed us or when God redeemed us through the death of Jesus Christ, what happened is we were bought, if, if, for instance, if we were in a marketplace, that means if we are redeemed, no one can buy us. No one has legal right to buy us. We have been eternally bought by the blood of Jesus. We have been eternally bought out of sickness, out of disease, out of infirmity, out of death, out of uh, the effects of the law of Moses, out of any, 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 any negative effects that uh, the world may try to bring or that hell may try to op open against us. For we are the church that is built upon the rock that the gates of hell cannot prevail against. That is the essence. Uh, of the all things. So what happens is when we redeem time, we walk in a place where now we are the masters of time, where we are in, in dominion of time. In other words, that is so important. So when we don't want to blame the past, it's, it's because now we are in control of the past, we are in control of the present, we are in control of the future. Remember, we are, we are still looking at future effects, that we are trying to delve in this area so that we can gain an understanding to gain leverage in where we want to go. Because it is, it, is, it, is, it is a great call upon our lives. And so we looked at that. Later on, we looked at uh, Job chapter 42, where Job begins to speak certain things. And uh, from verses 10 to, 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 to 12, there we began to see how, how, how the, the end of Job's life was so blessed that uh, based on that, you can't, you can't meet Job blaming the past. You can't meet Job blaming God. 
Because some people blame God, by the way, that, you know, God does not answer prayer. In one way or another, they, they may not directly blame him and say, you know, on, on his face. But somehow, because they feel off offended in one way or another. And so that's the offense. That kind of offense is a way of blaming God. Some of you may not see it that way, but that is it. So we see how the end of Job's life was so blessed. Uh, it says like this, And the Lord turned the captivity of Job when he prayed uh, when he prayed for his friends. And the Lord gave Job twice as much as he had before. In other words, what he had uh, after encountering uh, the Lord, despite the problems that he had been through in the past, was so much. So if God blesses you so much, who are you to blame the past? So that's why we are saying we are disabled from blaming the past. It is very important. I hope you catch the spirit therein. Because what we are speaking here is not only something that you can comprehend with, uh, with your mind. But it is something that really you can walk by uh, because you have captured it in your spirit. Praise the Lord. That is so important. That is so important. And then it says here, it says all his, breath, his brothers came back to him. His sisters came back to him. All those who are his acquaintances came back to him and they, they ate together. There's a time they were not eating together. He also says they, br they brought him what? They consoled him, but they consoled him with substance. Praise the Lord. Yes, it's like when someone comes to console you, they console you with things, with physical things. They brought for him gold. Praise the Lord. And earpieces of gold. Praise the Lord. I wish I can. Should I even tell you about earpieces of gold? That is, it is something very spiritual, very important. Because when, uh, you know, like, uh, uh, for example, when someone was being covenanted, to, uh, they would put an earring on them. And so these people brought, if I may take you there, but let's, let's not go there. But see, yes, so we looked at Job, how the end of his life, and even got daughters who are so important, and that he was able even to give them inheritance. So he was not able to blame the past. And that is the, the life I desire for you. That's the life the Spirit of God desires for you. Praise the Lord. <laughs> yes, then also we looked at somewhere in John chapter 4, verse 35. For those who, maybe you need to catch the audio. It was so important. If you get in touch with us, praise the Lord. There's a number that uh, the announcer always gives at the end of the, of the ministry. Be ready and read out, the, uh, get the number and, and communicate so that we see how to move forward. So in John chapter 4, verse 35, uh, the Lord begins to speak and say, you know what? He says, lift up your eyes. Do not say the harvest is what? Do not say the harvest is, uh, is like four months. Let me read it for you. It says, say, say not that they are yet four months, then the harvest comes. Eh? says, you always say that. That's the, that's the question you always have. Then it says, behold, I say unto you, lift up your eyes, look unto the fields, for they are white already. Praise the Lord. They are white already. You don't need to wait four months. So what we are looking at there, we are looking at, you know, four months, maybe it could be a long time. It could be a short time for some of you. But you know what? God is bringing a quickening upon your life that when it comes upon you, when you get use of this technology when you get uh, acquainted with this kind of life what happens is you are disabled from blaming the past he that was supposed to wait for four months does not need to wait for four months the miracle happens instantly when this understanding comes to you you don't worry about time you don't worry about time which is past present in the future no why because you are the masters of time you have gained this leverage you've gained this understanding you've gained this advantage, praise the Lord. That's why you are listening to Vantage Radio Show, where the Lord begins to put us in a vantage place, in a place where we are able to see things. That's why here the Lord says, Behold, 
beholding is about looking. You know when you behold, it's like you look at the whole picture. And then you focus your eyes where you want to see and then you get there. Very, very important. Then also we looked at John chapter 6 verses 21. You remember the, 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 the disciples of Jesus, he had left them. You remember when he did the miracle of the bread? And then now they were like, uh, he left them. Then they went, they, they left him when he was praying. And then for a long time they were in the, in the lake. And they, the waters were against them. They, the, 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 the waves were against them. And, and all these things were against them. So they were not able to reach where they were supposed to reach. Something that was supposed to take two hours. They took like about six or seven hours in the same place. And so it was a very, very, very difficult moment for them. But the scriptures there, when you read it, let me read it for you. It says like this. It says, John 6, 15, says like this. Just like you can get the whole story. It says, when Jesus therefore perceived that they, they would come and take him by force to make him king, he departed again into a mountain, him alone. Okay? It says, and when evening was now come, his disciples went into the sea. They waited for the master. He was not coming. They entered in and went to the sea and says like this, verse 17. And they entered into the ship and went over the sea toward Capernaum. And it was now dark, and Jesus was not yet come to them. And the sea arose by reason of the great wind, and blew, it blew them, you know, and the wind. I am now what happens is you, 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 your direction changes. So some of you could be in that state where the direction of your life seemed to have changed. The path has worked against you so much. But the miracles that will come to you, the goodness, the love, the power, the joy, the emotions that will come to you, the, the testimonies that will come to you will cause you to be disabled from blaming the past. You'll never blame your father, never blame your mother. Despite the wrong things they could have done to you, you'll never blame your former school. Despite the grades that they gave to you, you'll never blame your country. Despite the kind of leadership you never blame where you are born despite the place why because there is an ingredient there is a substance called Christ the Jesus who has come to you and begins to equate your life begins to change the parameters of your life and put you in a a pedestal, put you in a place where you, you, you can never blame the past. You never blame the past. The wind rose against them in verse number 18. So verse number 19 then says, So when they had rowed about five and twenty followers, they, they see Jesus walking on the sea, drawing near unto the ship, and they were afraid. Then the twenty said, But he said unto them, It is I, be not afraid. That is the assurance that should come to your heart. That the Lord has come to you right now. That when you're listening to me right now, I need you to listen to me with an understanding, with a love, knowing that it is not Alvin Ekwang speaking to you. But despite me speaking to you, it is not I it, it is not I speaking to you. It is the Lord speaking to you. Paul says, I live this life I live, I live by the faith of the Son of God. It is said, say, I'm crucified with Christ. Yet <laughs> Yet I live. So, 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 so it is, it is the Lord speaking to you right now. Then verse 21, which I wanted, then says, And they will receive him unto the ship, and immediately the ship was at land where they went. Can you see that? It says, Immediately Jesus entered the ship. What happened? They reached their land. Praise the Lord. They, they reached on the landing site. 
Hallelujah. It's just like, for example, you are supposed to move, move from Kampala maybe to Lira, or maybe from Lira to Kampala. But when you are still in Kamdini, then Jesus enters your ship. When he enters your ship, you realize you are still in Kamdini. But a moment, when you open your eyes, you are in Kampala. That is what you are talking about. When, a, when something like that happens to your life, you are disabled from blaming the past. You are disabled from blaming the failures you have had. You are disabled from blaming the problems you have gone through. You will not even blame the devil. There will not be an equation in your life. Knowing that Jesus has come. Because when Jesus comes, you can't concentrate on blaming the devil. You can't concentrate on blaming demons and all those things. Why? Because there is this substance that has given to you. It's called Christ. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. That is so important. Then we looked at Second Kings chapter number 8. The, the widow, the widow, the widow and the child. The, when, the, when the king restored to her everything. Okay? It says like this. It says, it says like this in verse number 5. It's, okay, verse number 4 says, And the king talked with Gehazi, the servant, the, servant, uh, the servant of the man of God, saying, Tell me, I pray thee, all the great things that Elisha has done. Praise the Lord. He wanted to hear good news, just like you're hearing us right now. Just like you're listening to me right now. You are hearing good news. How God wants, by the way, what you're looking at today. You, what you are looking at today, we are going to look at, the, uh, at, at the being in a place where you shall never treat anything according to his past. You will never treat anyone according to its past. You will not, not even treat yourself according to your, your past. You will not even treat God according to your past. You will not even treat the devil according to its past. Why? Because there is this technology, there is this life, there is this joy that the Lord is unveiling unto you. We shall look at that shortly. Let me just do a recap of what you did last time. Very, very important. I'm so, I need to understand. Some of you may be, may be saying, you know, it look, uh, it look, uh, you're, you're, total, you're talking very fast. But I need you to understand that when it comes to some of these things, you, you are catching because there are some things we speak that you may not have to articulate it right now. But you, you have to catch, it is what we call, you catch the frequency of the speech. You know, one time I told you that words have, uh, have ingredients in them. They have frequencies, they have light, they have energy, they have sound, they have power, they have the person of Jesus. They have the, what they call the spirit will, they have the spirit in, in, in them. Praise the Lord. Jesus said, say, the words that speak to you, they are spirit and life. And so you know what? It is, it is it, 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 when you, you catch what I speak by, more than the words you're listening to. The words you're listening to helps you to articulate it. But it's important you understand that what you're catching is the spirit of it, is the essence of it. It's just like prophecy. Prophecy is not only the words, but it's the spirit of prophecy. So you catch the words, but also catch the spirit of the prophecy, the spirit of the words. Praise the Lord. The letter kills, but the spirit gives life. And the spirit is able to speak words. Hallelujah. And so this is what you are communicating here. So you don't mind the speed at which I'm speaking. I'm just doing a recap. You listen to it. If you didn't listen, go and catch it again. It's called disabled from blaming the past. Very, very important by Alvin Ekwam. Hallelujah. You know, I had to sneak in the name there. But you know, it's important. You understand some of these mysteries. Very, very important. And so verse number 5 of Second Kings chapter number 8 then says, And it came to pass, as he was telling the king how he had restored the dead body to life, that behold the woman whose son he had restored to life cried unto the king for her house and for her land. And Gehazi said, My lord, O king, this is the woman, this is her son. Whom Elisha restored to life. Then verse number 16 says, And when the king asked the woman, she told him. And so the king appointed 
unto a, unto her a certain officer saying, Restore all that was hers and all the fruits of the field since the day she had left the land until now. Seven years restoration was given to this lady in an instant. Praise the Lord. Just like, just look at maybe Joseph. He suffered under some of his brothers. He suffered in Potiphar's house. Then he suffered in prison. Then in a moment, when he met the Pharaoh, when he met the king of Egypt, he was made, he was made the prime minister in the same day. Prime minister of Egypt he was taken out of prison. He had a share. On that same day, he got a wife. On that same day, he was made Lord, Lord over everything in Egypt, except maybe Pharaoh's wife and throne. Praise the Lord. But everything was given unto him in an instant. So a man like that is disabled from blaming the past. In other words, when I say you are disabled from blaming the past, I'm releasing you into the realm of testimonies, into the realm of life, into the realm where your life is changed forever and ever and ever and ever. And when you do like that, you'll never treat anything or anyone according to the record of its past. Very, very important, which we shall look at shortly from now. Very, very important. And then we looked at Leviticus chapter number 25. You remember here, verse Leviticus chapter number 25. I think we can read it from verse number 19 to verse number 22. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. It says like this, verse number 19. It says like this, And the land shall yield her fruit, and you shall eat your field and dwell therein in safety. And then it says, And if you shall say, What shall we eat the seventh year? Behold, we shall not sow or gather in our increase. It says, verse number 21, then the Lord speaks and says, Then I will command my blessing upon you in the sixth year, and you shall bring forth fruit for three years, and you shall sow in the eighth year, and eat of the fruits, of the old fruits, of the old fruit until the ninth year, until our fruits come in. You shall eat you shall still be eating on the, on the old store. In other words, when you, when, when you sow in the eighth year, praise the Lord, it says you shall be eating. Eh? You remember, you, you stood here, it's saying that, you know, I'll command the blessing on the sixth year. And when the blessing on the sixth year comes, I'll give you the harvest of three years in one year. such like that you shall eat it in the seventh year. You shall eat it in the eighth year. Even when you enter the ninth year, you shall be having the fruit of the sixth year. Praise the Lord. That is what we are calling here. That is why we are saying you know, that God is going to disable you from blaming the past. Very, very important things that we are communicating here. And I believe the grace of God is operating in your life. When I say the grace of God, I mean the power of God. I mean the sure mercies of God. I mean that, 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 that power that God has availed unto you to take you to the next level. Very, very important things we communicated right there in Leviticus chapter 25. Then also we looked at Joel chapter number Chapter number 2. I think let me just read verse number, verse number 25. It says like this. And I will restore to you the years that the locusts have eaten. They, they say, the canker worm and the caterpillar, the palmer worm and the great army which are sent among you. In other words, he's saying, you know what? Everything that the enemy has ever stolen from you, everything that even your friends have ever taken away from you, everything that the devil has ever taken away from you, what will happen is, he says, I will restore to you the years. By years there, God is meaning, is meaning, first of all, the physical years, but it's also meaning the substance of those years. Anything you could have gained in the past year, the years the corona has eaten, the year the virus has eaten, the year the time has eaten, the years, praise the Lord, the substance therein, the restoration will come. That is what we are calling. And when God does that, He begins to put in a place where you are disabled from blaming the past. And when you're disabled from blaming the past, you enter into a realm where you, you fail to treat 
anything or anyone according to the record of his past. When we speak like that, we are talking about you will not you will not treat yourself according to your former records. You will not treat God according to his former records. You will not treat the devil according to his former records. You will not treat nature. You will not treat men. You will not treat the systems of the world according to his former records. They change and morph to bless you. If they were so bad, they bless you. If they were so good, they, they you, the life that you live will be so blessed, so empowered. You see, this is the we are energized for this. Praise the Lord. This is the life God has called us to walk in. This is the life the Father has wanted us to walk in. And so, it is important that uh, this is the doorway that the Father is opening for you for this time. That even as you enter the year 22, praise the Lord, it shall be so important. It shall be the knowledge you carry. It shall be not only the knowledge you carry, but it shall be the spirit you are carrying into that year. Praise the Lord. And it shall give this spirit to the people that are around you. The things that are around you so, so important. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. <laughs> that is when so God says that. Then also we looked at Amos chapter 9. I, I just had to do this recap because it's important to me and I know it is going to be important to some of you. You need to listen to that message. Very, very powerful things that we are communicating in that place. Praise the Lord. And so in Amos chapter number 9, verse number 13, it says, it says Behold, the days come, says the Lord. Amos 9, 13. It says, Behold, the days come, says the Lord. The plowman shall overtake the reaper, and the tree of grapes, him that soweth seed. And, and, and mountains shall drip with sweet wine, and all the hills shall melt. Praise the Lord. Very, very important message the Father is communicating. One to you, at one time, or pool, one time, some of you in your chakene, you can't any better pool. But some of us, we, you, all of, almost all of us, we know at least something about gardening or something about farming. Praise the Lord. You know, King Atame, Yabu Porong, Atame, Echo Poroche, Echo Kori, praise the Lord, Natame Dokori, no, Natame. Uh, worte, like harvesting, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Then you'd store it, then you you'd bring it. And so here the, the Lord is saying, oh, they have brought four categories of people. He's saying the person who is it says the person who is plowing is going to overtake the reaper. Praise the Lord. Eh? Praise the Lord. To give you the harvest that you so desire. Very, very important. And so based on that, then we move into what the Lord has for us this, this week. Praise the Lord. What the Lord has for us this week. Very, very, very important things we are communicating in this place. Very, very important. And so what we are looking at this week is that we shall, you shall, they, if you wish, what the topic is like, we, we shall treat nothing according to its past. We shall treat nothing according to its past. That is what the Father is availing to us right now. That we shall get in a place where we shall not be able to treat anything. We shall treat nothing according to its past. So let me just uh, get uh, just summarize for you. Praise the Lord. 
when it comes to yourself, you will not treat yourself according to the record of your past. Whether it is good or bad, same thing with God, or with angels, or with men and women, the people around you who bless you. Praise the Lord. You will not treat them according to the record of their past, whether it is good or bad. Oh, bad. Praise the Lord. Because some of you may be having a bad record against God. You say, no, ah, ah, bad. <laughs> God has done me bad. <laughs> some of you may not utter that, but you are uttering that without uttering. Praise the Lord. Because of the way you, your face becomes moody, because of the song of the Lord that you refuse to sing. Praise the Lord. You know, like one time someone told me that, you know what? I was going through a bad situation and people were singing a song. When they were singing that song, I could not sing it. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Just imagine, just, just a common song you have there. Maybe talk about the goodness of the Lord. Eh? <laughs> ah, the Bible said, I, I could not sing that song. I had no energy for that song. So some of you, at least that person was honest to speak. But some of us are like, because now you some prayers you prayed, man, you feel like you have not answered, you know, some of your people have overtaken you, problems are overtaking you, you seem to pray and like, ah, no, nothing, you know, ah, offense begins to enter in. But what we are saying here, you know what, we are going to get you get to your place, so what we are going to share right now, and what the Spirit is actually encouraging you, now, you know, Paul one time, we shall read that scripture, he says, I can command you. But I'm not going to command you. I'm going to entreat you. So what do you have to when I'm, when I'm when, For some of you, I'm entreating you that you are not going to treat anything. You'll treat nothing according to the record of its past. You'll treat nothing according to its past. Praise the Lord. Some of you, I'm encouraging you. Then others, it's a command that don't do it. It's a command. To some of you, it's a... It's a... It's a... It's... it's I'm encouraging you. To some of you, I am entreating you. To some of you, I am compelling you. To some of you, I am commanding. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Praise Jesus. Very, very important things that we are communicating in this place. And so, the reason as we are doing that, even when it comes to the devil, you are able to treat it according to the record of this past. Maybe in the past, it treated you so bad. Yeah. took away your children took away your joy took away your 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 your, your finances took away your job took away your marriage took away certain things that were of pleasure to you but somehow the enemy came in and dead did rather brought death and, and to those things and uh, Cause some of the things to die away, but I, what is it, what is being communicated here is that uh, God is going, to, is, is going to do something in your life overnight, right now, as you're listening to me right now, 24 hours from now, 12 hours from now. It is, it is, it is, it is, it is changing your life to that very important, very, very important place. Praise the Lord. So let's look at uh, Luke chapter number six and verse number, uh, verse number 31. Say like this: it says, and as you would that men should do to you, do you also to them likewise. In other words, do unto others what you want others to do to you. Praise the Lord. Do unto others what you want others to do to you. Very, very important. I'll give a little bit of a, a little bit. Maybe I can give it right now. Now, there was a time, by the way, when I, there was some debt that was in my life. So when this debt, you know, 
you get some money, but like all the money, almost all of it is goes into debt. Debt, uh, maybe to the bank and also debt to individuals. Because when you enter debt, it's like a circle. Praise the Lord. So at times you would borrow from this one to pay this one, borrow from this one to pay this one. But you know what? You can live in that life. And it becomes like hell. It becomes troublesome. Things don't shift. Things are not shifting. But you know what? You still stay there. You still remain praising the Lord. You still remain acknowledging the Lord. You still remain uh, keeping a nice face. You still remain, you know, uh, preaching the gospel, ministering. And so that was the life I was, I was in. And so I remember at that time, uh, in that, still in that state where things were not so good for me, I also happened to, I was in debt, of course, with a bank and those things. But also, there are some people who had given some money to them. It's not like much money, praise the Lord. But you know what? When I gave them this money, you know, you would give some people some money and they would pay you. But now these ones failed to pay, praise the Lord. They failed to pay and it's like almost all of them happened at the same time, praise the Lord. The ones who failed to pay. All of them at the same time failed to pay. Not like one is paying and the other is, 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 is not paying. But you know what? All of them failed to pay. And so I was in this state. I needed this to, this money to pay some of the other days that I had. But it was not coming. And so it disturbed me. But what happened is, so that's why I'm telling you. I'm telling you that, you know what? Regard nothing according to the record of his past. Praise the Lord. And so at this time, of course, I began uh, ministering grace, you know, ministering the gospel like the way I'm doing right now. And so I asked the word. And so I remembered that the Lord paid my debt. Eh? So that's the understanding that came to me, that the Lord had paid my debts. By my debts have been my sins. He had paid them on the cross because I could not handle it. Hallelujah. It's kind of like uh, it's kind of like you remember the parable Jesus gave. There was some person who was uh, who had the debt with his master, and so what happened is when when the, he went and pleaded to his master and said, "No, I cannot pay. This thing is so bad." Then the master said, "Okay, don't pay the debt." So what happened when he said, "Don't pay the debt"? What this person did, God did not actually tell him that you know what, just like I've treated you, go and what treat others like that. God did not, the master did not tell him that. But the master expected him to, to understand, to extend grace. He, now that you have received grace, go and also extend. It is, he didn't verbally tell him that when he forgave him of his debt. Yeah? But he expected him to do it. And so, what happened is, this one, oh, Madi, you know, you know, you know, you know the story. So what happened is, he went, uh, <laughs> Someone who had his debt, eh? you know, like, eh? <laughs> and so he treated that person badly. He went to that person and said, "Give me the money," and then treated him badly, and then put him in prison. I think, I think so bad. So they, this, what he did, reached his master. The master who had forgiven him said, "You know what? This person whom you had forgiven, see how he has treated the other, the other person who owes him." And so this man had to call him back and say, you know what? I've just treated you well. Why can't, why are you treating the other person who owes you that amount of money? I thought you were supposed to do like this. And so that's based on that. Yes. And so I remembered what the Lord had done to my sins and had forgiven me because I could not pay the debt. I could not, even my death could not pay it. Like, for example, if I die and go to hell, 
Praise the Lord. I have a much time I spend in hell. There is no way I would ever be able to buy myself, to redeem myself out of uh, the penalty of the sin and done against God and against people and against nature. Praise the Lord. And being born in that sin. Praise the Lord. And so even, even me spending a certain amount of time in, 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 in hell by death could not make me be able to pay off my sins. That is some of, some of you need to understand that. Praise the Lord. It's not your death is going to save you from, uh, from your sins. Praise the Lord. It is you accepting Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. It's you acknowledging what the Father has done for you. The salvation he has given to you through the person of Christ Jesus. And so when I remembered that, what happened is, I called these people. Remember previously, I used to call them and other things. I used to tell them, give me the money. <laughs> you told me you are going to give me this week, but this week you have not paid. Now again, now again. The other week you told me like this. Now, now I saw I used, that was the story before. So, this time when I called them, I told them, you know what? I know you have this money of mine, but you know what? I am not going. Do, do not what? Do not. Do not bring me any money. Eh? I, from today onwards, I do not, eh? I do not, you do not have any money of mine that you are supposed to pay. Praise the Lord. One of them actually said, are you really saying the truth? I said, yes. <laughs> so the person was very happy. That same day, I, my prophet, prophet Elvis, my prophet, that evening, what happened is, in the evening fellowship on Tuesday, what happened is, he picked me up. Eh? And prophesied to me, he said, you know, I see, you know the way he speaks, <laughs> say, eh? you know, the financial experience is beginning to change. He says, because I see, he didn't talk of the details, eh? he kept that to himself. And then he went ahead to say, you know what, <laughs> your experiences begin to change. In other words, let me summarize it for you. He prophesied to me and told me what, that I am being lifted out of the debt. And so that same evening when I forgave those people, who had their debts, eh? those people who had, oh, who had debts with me. The same day I forgave them, is the same day I got that prophetic word. Praise the Lord. Of course, it was fulfilled after some time. Currently, I have no debt. Someone paid those debts. Over 50, over, rather, over 50, uh, uh, rather, over 46 million, praise the Lord, was paid without me paying any money praise the lord it used to disturb me so much praise the lord and so what that is what i'm telling you so that's just why i read for you this scripture says as you to do unto others what you want others to do to you praise the lord that's why i'm saying we are going to get to a place where we are not going to treat anything or anyone according to the record of their past praise the lord praise the lord very, very important things you are communicating in this place. So, one of the things I needed to learn, let's, let's, start with the, let's start with God. In Second Corinthians chapter number 5, uh, verse number 16. Let me look at uh, how much time we have here. Praise Jesus. Okay, we have about some 20 minutes. Yeah, I think we can, we can do some work with that. Praise the Lord. Yes, uh, so uh, it looks like this. Say like this in, in Second Corinthians chapter number 5, verse number Verse number 16 says like this. It says, Wherefore, henceforth, know we no man after the flesh. Yea, though we have known Christ after the flesh, yet now henceforth know we him no more. Praise the Lord. Praise Jesus. 
And by after the flesh here, I mean the past. After the natural lineage. Praise the Lord. After the natural man. After the natural things. After the records they have gone through. So here it's saying, we do not know any man after the flesh. Then he also goes ahead to say, we knew Jesus one time after the flesh. But today, we also do not, I also do not know him after the flesh. Not that he's denying that Jesus came in the flesh. No. But this is the attitude he's having. You remember when Jesus was on the earth here one time, when he was physically here? There are some people who treated him as son of Joseph. Eh? Even say we even married these sisters. They treated him as a man. So Paul is saying there is a time we knew Jesus as a natural man, a son of a carpenter. But then he says, right now we do not hide, not regard him like that. Flip it the other way around. There is a time when Jesus was in the flesh, but Jesus right now is not in the flesh. So. Yes, it's important we know him in the flesh. The things he did for us in the flesh. How he died for us on the cross. How he delivered us from our sins on the cross. That is one level. But right now, Jesus has superseded that. So yes, we acknowledge that past, that past of his life. That great things he did for us. How he died on the cross for our sins. How he rose again and gave us that victory. How there are some things that he delivered us from the law of Moses. How he delivered us. Uh, from the law of sin and death. I'll deliver us from the natural laws of life. I'll deliver us from, 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 from poverty. There is a time he did that. That is the, that's the Jesus of the past. But now there is a Jesus of the future. The Jesus of the future. Then he says, from now onwards, we, we regard him no more according to the flesh. Praise the Lord. Yes, now he has graduated to a place. That's why, by the way, for some of us who, who think that uh, the cross... Because the person is in the past. I need you to understand, these are things I'm communicating by, by, by faith. These are things I'm communicating by the Spirit. I need you to cut the frequency of, the, of what I'm communicating. I'm not, I'm not denying the, the, the naturality of Jesus. I'm not denying uh, the, the, the manness of Jesus. Yeah? Praise the Lord. No, I'm not denying that. That is far, far be it from me. But what I'm, that's why scriptures begin to put it this way. It says, who have tested the good word of God? And the powers of the age to come. So the powers of the age to come are not in the past. They are in the future. Praise the Lord. That is what they are. So when you are are looking at Jesus, we are looking at Jesus of the future. The Jesus who is exalted at the right hand of the Father. The place of power. Praise the Lord. Then it says here, verse number 17 says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. That's why we are saying, treat nothing according to its past. Praise the Lord. Even you yourself, when you get up in the morning, you should be new. Hallelujah. When you, when you meet the person you met yesterday, praise the Lord. Even if you quarreled, treat them as new. Now, these are things which are difficult. Praise the Lord. Which are difficult even for people who are born again. Praise the Lord. But that's the life God wants you to walk in. Hallelujah. When, when, when you meet God tomorrow, He's not going to look at you like, this is the person who sinned. No, 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 no. Praise the Lord. When he has, when he, you meet him tomorrow, you will meet him tomorrow like he has never seen you. Praise the Lord. He will meet you tomorrow like like you have even never repented. By me, by 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 repentance, I mean in this context, he will meet you like you have never confessed sin yesterday. 
Praise the Lord. He'll meet you. Put it another way. He'll meet you like you had never seen. That's why when I, when I was speaking to those people about the death they owed me, I needed to understand. I treated them like they had never borrowed from me. In other words, when I met them and saw them like this, I could not remember that they had, had ever lent them money for them to give it to me. That is what we are communicating here. That's the spirit by which we are communicating in this place. That what the Father has done to us will give us the capability, has given us the capability not to treat him the way we thought about him. Praise the Lord. The miracles he did yesterday are great. But you know what? There is something new he is doing. Praise the Lord. Yes, you might have prayed yesterday and you seem like your prayers were not answered. But don't treat God like that when you meet him today. When you're listening to me today, don't treat God like that again. Praise the Lord. Why? Because this understanding has come to you. This life has come to you. This glory has come to you. Very, very important. He says, it says, it says it, Therefore, if a man be in Christ, that's what I'm telling you, by the way. The cross of Jesus is very important. When you, when someone is in Christ, says, Behold, he is a new, he becomes new, the old is passed away. That is what we are communicating in this place. In other words, if someone is in Christ, the old is not there. They don't have a past record, good or wrong. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. But the essence of what we are bringing out here, by the way, when we're speaking like this, I'm not saying that now you become foolish, that if someone is, is a thief, that now you are just going to give him all your money. Praise the Lord. You're not Jesus to be like, you know, but you know, that's, but, but that's what Jesus did to Judas. Judas is Iscariot. He knew that Jesus was a thief. Praise the Lord. But he still made him the treasure. Didn't remove him there. Praise the Lord. But that's the grace that Jesus had. And some of you can have that grace. Praise the Lord. That you can still deal with someone who treated you badly, but you still deal with them as if, no, that is what we are communicating. Praise the Lord. For some of you, you may need to use wisdom to deal with other people. But some of you will still need to use the wisdom of Jesus. The wisdom which Jesus used to deal with Judas Iscariot. That he did regard him according to the record of his past. He held him for all that time. Praise the Lord. He held him. He knew him very well. Praise the Lord. He actually knew that he would betray him. But you know what? He never felt offense against him. He treated him well. He gave him the best office. He had all the money. <laughs> he had all the money and he could do anything he wanted. But you know, he kept him there. That is the grace we are communicating in this place. That therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a what? A new creature. Behold, all things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Praise the Lord. That's what we are saying. You know what? Do not treat anything. Treat nothing according to its past. Praise the Lord. When you meet God, when you go to pray to God, don't treat Him. Praise the Lord. According to the power He availed in your life the past year, there is a new power. There is a new glory. God moves from glory to glory. He moves from glory to glory. That's the understanding you carry. That is the consciousness you carry. That's the conscience that overwhelms you, that comes upon your life and takes you to a place that you've never thought about. Praise the Lord. This is what we are communicating. This is what we are saying in this place. This is what the Spirit is bringing unto you. Praise the Lord. Then it says, verse number 18 says, it says, And all things are of God. Praise the Lord. Who has reconciled us to himself by Christ Jesus and has given to us the ministry of reconciliation. And when he says here, all things, good or bad, 
Even the devil, praise the Lord, is under God. Praise the Lord. So who are you to complain against the devil? You put him in the place where he belongs. Praise the Lord. You be like Jesus. You know Jesus told that way, you know. Jesus told the devil when he was being tempted. Uh, uh, <laughs> he says, get thee behind me. <laughs> get thee behind me. He didn't, he didn't like release fire on the devil and maybe cripple him and do all those things that we normally do. We bind, break and cast out. Just the, the casting out he did, he just put, told the devil, get behind me. <laughs> In other words, uh, be under my feet. Praise the Lord. Be under my feet. That is what we are communicating in this place. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And, and when it comes to the devil, I know the devil has treated you badly. He has shown you he has power. He has shown you how he can kill. He has shown you how he can rob. He has shown you. To, he, he has the works. Praise the Lord. <laughs> he has certain works he has done against you. But you know, you need to get to a place where you are not going to treat him according to what he did to you. Praise the Lord. You are going to treat him in a newness of the cross of Jesus Christ. Because Jesus, that is what he has done to the devil that now you have come to terms with. That now you are understanding. That the devil no longer wields the power that he one time used to wield against you. Praise the Lord. He no longer wields that power. He no longer holds that power. He, no longer, he can no longer do what he thought he would do to you. Praise the Lord. Praise Jesus. That is the understanding. Praise the Lord. That's what I'm saying. The devil used to bind and break. There's going to come a time where you will not bind and break. Someone will bind and break on your behalf. Praise the Lord. The scriptures tell us this. Jesus said, If a ways of the man of a man pleases the Lord, he makes his enemies to be at peace with him. Praise the Lord. And when the enemy is at peace with you, it does not mean you are going to get up and begin to bind and break. I'm not saying binding and breaking is wrong. But no, there is that level. You used to treat him. That, is, that was there. That time was there. But then there is a level where now you are the Lord. And you are the Lord of the devil. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. You are going to treat nothing according to his past. Praise the Lord. And the wisdom will come to you. Praise the Lord. If some people used to give you money, set a level of money. The next time they meet you. It is not going to give you the money they used to give you. That is what you are saying. Treating nothing according to the records of its past. Praise the Lord. Look at them as something new. Because in a twinkle of an eye, things change. Overnight, things change. Just like Solomon's life. Overnight, things change. Praise the Lord. That is exactly what we are communicating in this place. That's exactly what the Spirit of God is giving unto us in this place. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. There's one time where Jesus became sin. Hallelujah. He became sin. He's no, he's no longer sin. Hallelujah. He's no longer sin now. <laughs> when you read the end of that chapter. <laughs> he's no longer sin right now. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise Jesus. We cannot treat him according to the record of his past. He's no longer that. Hallelujah. He's new now. And he did it for the purpose. Praise the Lord. Very, very important things you are communicating in this place. And I believe you are understanding it and appreciating really what the Spirit of God uh, is doing in your life. Very, very important things. Uh, there's a, in, the, in the book of Isaiah, chapter number 43, we, uh, we shall not finish all the scriptures we have here. But uh, it, uh, it's important to look at it. Uh, Isaiah, chapter number 43, verse, let's begin from verse number 18. It says, Remember ye not the former things, 
Neither consider the things of old. That's what we are saying. From today onwards, you are going to treat nothing according to its past. God is here communicating and saying, Do not remember the former things. Neither consider the things of old, good or bad. Praise the Lord. If it is bad, the bad will stop. If it is good, it will move from glory to glory to glory to glory. That is the faith we have. That is the understanding we have. That is the spirit we have. That is the glory we are carrying. And forward. That is where we are moving. Praise the Lord. We are treating no one according to the record of its past. Praise the Lord. There are some things you feel like, there are some people actually you feel like grabbing them. But you know what? There is this grace when it comes to you. It, that thing no longer matters. Because the end of a matter causes you to change the perspectives you had about people right now and the perspectives you had about them in the past. And even the perspectives you have about them in the future. We are looking at future effects. Praise the Lord. We have not run away from it. But you know what? This is this thing that the Lord wants to establish in our life right now. That he's saying, remember ye not the former things, neither consider the things of old. Then he says, behold, I will do a new thing. Now it springs forth. Shall you not know it? I will make even a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Praise the Lord. God is saying, you know what? Rem don't remember the former things. Praise the Lord. Don't remember the former things. Let me, let's look at 2 Corinthians chapter number 4, verse number 18. It says like this. Let me get from verse number 15. It says, For all things are for your sakes, that the abundant grace might through, uh, that, that, that the abundant grace might through the thanksgiving of many redound to the glory of God. For which cause we faint not, though our outward man perish, yet our inward man is renewed day by day. <laughs> for our light affliction, which is but for a moment, works for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. Praise the Lord. That's why, because of that knowledge, we have refused. I have refused. We are joining together right now. And we are refusing to treat anything. Because when you refuse to treat anything according to the record of his past, you begin to, the, the new begins to spring forth. You begin to give back to new things. You forget the former things. When you forget the former things, you begin to see new things. You begin to see new revelation. You begin to receive new blessings. You begin to see new glory. Praise the Lord. And even the, the afflictions you used to have begin to be light. Your burdens begin to be light. Praise the Lord. Why? Because others are taking care of it. Praise the Lord. Someone else is the one, is just like a king. A king does not always have to fight battles. There are people who fight for him. And so when you treat nothing according to the record of his past, then you begin to elevate yourself to the level of a king. You begin to see things new. Praise the Lord. And your judgments will begin to be, be right, and things will begin to begin to flow in your life accordingly. And God will begin to treat you accordingly. Then he says, verse number, he says, verse number 18, he says, why we look not at the things which are seen? Because the things which are seen are in the past. Anything you're seeing now is in the past. Do you understand what I'm communicating? Close your eyes. When you open your eyes, whatever you're seeing is in the past. Physically where you are. Open your eyes. Close it. <laughs> when you, the next time you open, everything you're seeing is in the past. So don't regard your business according to its past. 
Don't regard your ministry according to its past. Don't regard anything according to its past. Understand the communication we are giving right now. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Because this, what the Spirit wants to do in our lives is very important. And when that understanding comes to us, then we'll open our lives to a new level of records, a new level of testimonies, a new level of life. Praise the Lord. Just like God was able to pay my, my debts because I decided to make people not owe me anything. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Then God came and took away. It's the same principle. It's the same life. It's the same glory. But I know you go from glory to glory to glory. Because the same power that raised Jesus from the dead dwells inside you. And that same power is moving from glory to glory to glory to glory. It says, why will you look not at the things that are seen, but at the things which are not seen? Praise the Lord. And the things which are not seen, you can only see them. When you refuse to regard anything or anyone according to the past, then you begin to see the new. Then it says here, for the things which are seen are temporal. Praise the Lord. The things which are seen are temporal. The things which are in the past are temporal. Praise the Lord. They are in the temporal realm. The things which are not seen, praise the Lord, are things that are what? That are eternal. Praise the Lord. The job that you want right now, the marriage that you want right now, the power that you want right now, the glory that you want right now, is in the level of the unseen. And the unseen are the things which create the things that you want. Let me conclude with this in Philemon. Philemon uh, let me start from verse number 10. It says, let me just read verbatim. It says, Paul is speaking to uh, Philemon or Philemon. Say it like this. I beseech thee for my son Onesimus, whom I have begotten in my bounds, which in time past was not profitable to you, but now profitable to you and to me, whom I have sent again, you therefore receive him, that is my, from my own boys, whom I would have retained for me, that in your stead he might have ministered unto me in the bounds of the gospel. But without your mind I would not do anything like that, or I would do nothing. That your benefit should not be as it were of necessity, but willingly. Perhaps he therefore departed for a season that thou should receive him forever. Not as a servant, but above a servant, a brother, beloved, specially to me. But how much more to you, both in the flesh and in the Lord. If you will count me, therefore, as a partner, receive him as myself. If he has wronged you or owes you anything, put it on my account. Praise the Lord. And by the way, the reason, let me first stop there. The reason as to why we are saying you're not treating anything according to the record of his past is because of the cross. It's the cross which is giving us that leverage. Because of what Jesus has done, that is the foundation. So here Philemon is being urged, is being urged by Paul. Praise the Lord. He's being urged by Paul. He's being told by Paul, you know what? Onesimus is coming. But he is coming. He's a new person right now. <laughs> he is a new person, right? He's no longer a servant. He is a brother. And he is even the son of Paul. Praise the Lord. In other words, his past is no longer there. <laughs> the bad wrong is the bad things is no longer there. 
And Philemon was saying, what? When Onesimus comes, treat him. Don't regard him according to the past. I know some of us, there are some people when you see tears begin to roll out of your eyes. But may the healing of the Lord come to you right now as you listen to me. There are some, some of you even seeing 50,000 shillings notes. The whole year you have never seen. You have even never touched it as your own money. But you know what? Don't treat that record like that. Praise the Lord. Don't let that understanding overwhelm you. Get to a place. Get to this understanding that we are communicating in this place. Get to this understanding that we are communicating in here. And you know what? Just like Philemon was told, you know what? Onesimus is coming, but don't regard him according to the record of his past. There's a time he wronged you, but when he has wronged you, know that what? Put that wrong on me. <laughs> if he has some money of yours that he took, hey, I didn't even know I was talk about money. He says, if he owes you anything, put it on my account. <laughs> put it on my account. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. What we are communicating here is very important. Is very, very important if we learn to do it. Remember, God is not saying, but when you are reading here, it's saying, any man, praise the Lord, any man, when it comes to men, do it like that. Praise the Lord. I'm not saying you become foolish with the devil. No. When it comes to any man, don't regard them to the past. That's the grace God is giving you. Praise the Lord. That's the grace that the Father is communicating unto you. By the way, I thought we'd look at uh, 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 Philippians 3 from maybe uh, 3 from verses 7 up to about uh, maybe verse, uh, verse 13. We could have looked at that. Okay, verse 14. Uh, then we could have as well looked at Galatians chapter 4 verses 14 as well. But next time we shall look at that. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Actually, in, in Galatians chapter 4, it puts it like this. It says, it says that my temptation which was in my flesh, you despised not nor rejected me, but you received me as an angel. Praise the Lord. Because I know some of you value angels more than men. That person whom now you it's so I made a right to all the praise the Lord. There is the getting there is getting to a place now you'll begin to regard them as an angel. If I if there's someone you love so much and then there's someone you don't love so much. From now onwards, look at the person that you seem not to love so much, just like the person whom you love so much. Treat them like that. When you do that, you'll open your life. You'll open a portal. You'll open a grace where God will now begin to shower you with blessings untold, glory untold, power untold. Praise the Lord. When you receive, when you, the Bible puts it this way, it says, now we are sons, but we don't know what we shall become. Praise the Lord. Because you are changing, you are moving, you are being tuned every now and then. And so there is a new blessing that will come to you because of what you are communicating in this place, what you have communicated in this place. And the Father is going to bless you, the Father is going to increase you. I can put the life of Jesus on it. I can bet my life on it. <laughs> Some of you, if I use the word betting now, you, 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 it's like you're off. But I know what, what, I'm, what I'm trying to see. I can take it to the bank. Oh, I can credit. It is a sure thing. It's a surety. Thank you so much. God bless you in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to the Vantage Radio Program. Remember to tune in next Thursday. For more information, reach us on 0778-281-576. Be blessed.